It's Brian Preston, the money guy. Restoring order to your financial chaos. Retirement, investing, taxes. You've got financial questions, he's got financial answers. It's Brian Preston, the money guy. It's been a good day here at the Money Guy Show, and I'm, I'm pretty excited. we got a, a, a fun show here we're going to be talking about. It's, it's kind of funny. I almost feel like Consumer Reports is psychic, the way they were able to tell that I was frustrated about something going on in my life, and it's they're like, hey, I get this, this sense that Brian's upset about his current credit card situation. Let's do an article on the best reward cards out there for people who use their credit and pay it off on a monthly basis. I, I bet that the Consumer Reports people, they sit back saying, what does the money guy want <laughs> to read about today? But what what I actually think is, is kind of interesting is that wouldn't it be nice if if money management decisions were easy, meaning that you you make a you, you evaluate all the things that are going on, you deliberate over it, you figure out the best course of action, and then you make that decision, and then you can just forget about it. You would think that, that that would be awesome if that's the way it worked. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. The world is always evolving. The credit card companies are always changing the rules that you have to live by. You know, your your property and casualty insurance company raises your rates every few years. Health uti- insurance. Your utility companies always raise your rates. That You know, it's one of those things, I always call them the ungrateful service providers. It's the people that you, you use these products on a month-to-month basis, but after a while, they kind of take you for granted, and they kind of hope you're not paying attention to your bills, and they slowly creep those rates up, and before you know it, you have to go research and figure out the best product to move to. And that's kind of the where we are with the credit cards. Um, so that's what we're going to be covering today. I am your host, Brian Preston. You can go check us out, money-guy.com. Um, you can also write the show at brian, B-R-I-A-N, at money-guy.com. You can also check out our Facebook page. We do have a Facebook page uh, out there where you just go to, to Facebook and you can type in the Money Guy Show and probably, I think, can you talk and type in Brian Preston or anything else? I'm not sure. Money Guy Show is probably think, the best. I don't think Brian Preston will work, but Money Guy, Money Guy Show, all that stuff will, will return you to us. I also want to give a shout-out. Um, we had I had some clients in earlier. They're also close personal friends. I've known um, the business owner since we were kids pretty much, but it's um, Jailhouse Brewing. Well, one of my friends actually owns one of the, the three craft beer companies here in in the state of Georgia. There's three craft beer manufacturers in the state of Georgia. There's Sweetwater there's Terrapin, and then there's Jailhouse Brewing. And my, my friend Glenn Golden um, started Jailhouse Brewing and is doing incredibly well. And we actually had him in here earlier doing some expansion discussions. And he's actually got a spread in the Southern Living this month. So we, we put on Facebook a link to that if you want to check it out. But I always, when I see friends that I'm proud to see that entrepreneurial spirit kind of taking flight and, and doing well, I want to make sure I let you guys know so that you can go check it out as well. I thought that was kind of a fun thing that we were able to share on Facebook. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about this whole Chase Freedom update. And I want to kind of bring you guys, because when we were doing some research on a previous show topic, Bo, I think you thought it was interesting that we had, um, I can't remember if it was a year, year and a half, two years ago, uh, we were complaining because you guys have also been ticked off by it, but the credit terms have changed. You know, you find this great credit card, that's going to reward you for your behavior, and you're like, I have beat the system. Then they change the system on you, and that's exactly what happened. I had a, I didn't originally start off with a Chase Freedom card. I originally started off with a, a Chase Rewards Plus card, and the Rewards Plus card was the greatest rewards card ever because it paid me back 5% 
about all my gas purchases, all my grocery purchases, and then all my drugstore purchases. It was that simple. Wow. No, no rotating months, nothing like that. It was just whenever I bought groceries, whenever I bought gas, I knew I was getting 5% back from Chase. Well, they changed that a few years ago. They said, you know what? We Pro- realized... Probably because of people like you, I'd imagine. Well, it's the truth. It's because I had certain credit cards that were paying me back when I dine out. I have certain credit cards that were paying me rewards when I go get gas or groceries. And I was playing the game, meaning those cards got used for certain activities. Other cards got used for those activities that paid me the the extended and extra cash back. Well, I guess they've gotten smart that there are these people that play the system like me because I get these letters in the mail every few years, and this is the one I received last week. And I'm sure you guys have received it too. Dear Brian Preston, your original Chase Freedom credit card, it's actually not my original Chase credit card. You guys stuck me out of um, the Rewards Plus and put me into the Freedom card, but let's go back. Your original Chase Freedom credit card is being updated with new benefits. Updated with new benefits? New benefits. That means they must be helping me out here. Are they doing me a favor? Are they doing something better for me when they give me new benefits? New and improved Chase credit card here. As of June 30th, 2011, you will be automatically updated to your new rewards program well, where you will earn cash back on all your purchases. That wait, sounds pretty good. Wait a minute. I'm already earning cash back on all my purchases. That doesn't sound like a, an improvement. What's happening to your account? They have that in boldface. What's happening to your account in boldface? The first line in boldface as well. Your original Chase Freedom Rewards Program is being discontinued. Just in case you didn't know it, we're about to change the rules on you. And it's usually not for the best when they do this. Number two, point two, your account will be updated to the new Chase Freedom Rewards Program automatically. So new and improved. You'll keep the same Chase Freedom credit card, account number, credit line, interest rate, and blueprint plans, and there's no yearly rewards membership fee. You'll earn your rewards as points, which can be redeemed for cash back. When redeeming for cash back, one point is equal to 1%. Okay. And it says all rewards you currently have will be carried over to your new rewards program, and your rewards will be worth just as much. So preview your new benefits. This is, this is also in both places. This is where they kind of got you. This is, this is where it sticks right here. It has your original Chase Freedom. It has a column for your original Chase Freedom. And under your original Chase Freedom, it says one point for every $1 spent on two points on airline purchase. So if I go on their website and book a travel trip, I get two points, essentially 2%. But here's what I liked. Three points for every $1 spent on eligible gas, groceries, and quick service restaurant purchases plus five total points for every $1 spent on popular rotating categories. Okay, so even though I wasn't getting the rewards, plus was paying me 5% on gas, groceries, and drugstores. You know, it was a little bit of a stick when they, they lowered the 3% down on, you know, the, the groceries and the gas, but they gave me the quick service restaurants. So I meant when I went to McDonald's, Wendy's, you know, Zaxby's, Chick-fil-A, which the family hangs out at Chick-fil-A a good bit, I was still getting 3%. They've updated that to now, and this is the part that bothers me. So it says, it has another column that says, your new Chase Freedom. So it still has the 1% cash back for every $1 spent and 2% cash back on airline purchases booked online through the Ultimate Rewards. That's not really that big of a change. But here's the one that's the gotcha. 5% total cash back for every $1 spent on popular rotating categories each quarter. 
categories are subject to a quarterly maximum and activation is required. Do you hear the catch there? Activation is required, so it's not just given. It's not just going to opt you in. You got to go no, opt in. No, you got to go sign up for these silly things. And then the second thing is there's a quarterly maximum. You're like, wait a minute, what does that mean, a quarterly maximum? Turn the page over. So I'll rotate the page. Or Bo actually photocopied it on page two, <laughs> but it, on the original letter, it's, it's, it's the back of the page. Down here, now, and it has a Q&A that I might go over here in a second, but it says, you'll earn 5% cash back. Here's the disclaimer. I'm going, just going ahead and jumping down to the print. You'll earn 5% cash back on up to $1,500 spent each quarter in bonus categories. I did the math on that. Look, I see you grabbing the calculator, you big dork. That's 75 bucks a quarter. Or, that is 75 bucks a quarter. <laughs> there's an echo in here. Or $300 a year. So you can see that it's not really, they're limiting you tremendously on each of these categories. And you can see, they go ahead and tell you the categories. January to March is grocery stores and drug stores. So I guess when I'm sick in the month of January through March, I can know I can go to the, the drug stores. And then the months, if I want to eat in the month of January through March, it's okay to buy my groceries with my Chase card. April through June, I can only do home improvements in April through June. My home furnishings, I don't even know what that means. I guess that means if I'm like going picture to... Picture frames and stuff, right? Yeah, but I don't even know how that would work. Lawn and garden, I guess that's part of the home improvements. Then July through September, there's the gas. I can only drive through July and through September. Airlines and hotels. So I'm going to have to go home and say, honey, guess what? All those vacations we've been taking on off-peak periods of, of the year because we can get a really good deal then... We can't do it anymore because we can't get our cash rewards back. So that kind of stinks. And then October through December, dining, department stores, movies, and charity. So I guess if I make a big tithe at the end of the year, I can get some um, cash back on, on the charity. But, uh, well, only up to $1,500. Only so, up to So don't tithe too much because they, they cap you on, on what you get back. So, um, I mean, it has some Q&As. Do I need to do anything? No because they're going to transfer you over automatically. In other words, we're not going to give you a chance of opting out of this. Can I keep my current credit card? Of course, we want you to keep spending money on this less valuable plan. Um, these are my answers I'm putting in, by the way. I'm mean, reading their actual question, and I'm giving you the actual answer that they don't really write, but that what they're really selling you. Will I keep my same account number in terms? Well, of course, we just gave you a worse deal. Why wouldn't you keep the same account number in terms? Where can I earn cash back? I like that answer. It has an exclamation point. It says, everywhere. This thing was so so strategically done. Yeah, you get sure. this in the mail, you think that you practically just won Publishers Clearinghouse. They do this. They do this all the time. And then the last one is, how do I sign up for my 5% cash back instead of you guys giving it to me every quarter automatically? It's easy. You just visit chase.com slash backslash freedom or call the number on the back of your card to activate your... 5% cash back in this quarter's categories. Then come back each quarter to activate the latest quarterly categories that will earn you 5% cash back. 5% quarterly earn, quarterly earn is subject to a quarterly maximum, which can be found online along with the quarterly's qualifying categories. If you have to have that big of a disclaimer, it's not really that cool. Yeah, yeah. So that got me thinking. So Chase is going to stick it to me by lowering my benefits. Do I need to go reevaluate my credit card situation? So it just so happened in the June 2011 issue of Consumer Reports Money Advisor, you guys know how much I like this, this publication. 
the very front cover story is credit cards that pay you. People with high credit scores can get sweet rewards. So I'm going to kind of go through a few of the categories that they had put up here. The first was upfront bonuses. Now, I've, I will go ahead and tell you, I've, I've received a few of these myself. It says cash bonuses of $50 to $100 just for signing up for a card have become more common in the past few months, particularly from Bank of America, Chase, and Discover. And that's I've received one from Discover, and I'll explain that in just two seconds. These upfront rewards are typically tied to a certain level of spending within the first three to six months of receiving the card, though the amounts required aren't prohibitively high, generally about $1,000 to $3,000. I don't think it's just as new for new people either. I, I have not been using my Discover card much, primarily because I don't like the rotating categories. I hate rotating categories because, first of all, I always forget to sign up for the silly <laughs> things. Second is I never can remember what's going on each month. I can't remember if I'm in the gas and grocery month or if I'm in the movie month, if I'm in the, the travel month. It's confusing to me. So I like to stick with cards that I know exactly what I'm spending and, I'm, and what I'm getting rewards, and I don't like signing up. So Discover Card has tried to win me back over by offering me if I spend $3,000 a month for the next three months, starting in the month of June, that they'll give me $500 cash back. I don't know. I looked at it and I was just like, you know what? Whatever. That's too much work. Right. And so I'm probably not going to jump in on that. But they are offering those those upfront cash bonuses. Um, and then it goes on and it talks about the there are some upfront cash. You know, well, not, they're not cash, but point bonuses if you're a frequent flyer type traveler. But here's the thing: it gives you kind of a disclaimer on the frequent flyer programs. It says the value value of mileage deals depends on whether the card is being offered by an airline or a bank. Airline cards promote 25,000 points as the equivalent of a round-trip domestic economy ticket. But you might have a tough time booking the trip you want for 25,000 points. And, and I think this is a good point for me to throw in. I used to love Delta Sky Miles. I had a De My first rewards card was a Delta Sky Miles, and I never bought a plane ticket for years. But I found this exact problem is that it seemed like after a while, I got to the point where it was very hard to redeem tickets because it wasn't 25,000 points. That was 25,000 points was if you flew at the most obscure times at the worst flight times. If you really wanted to fly at the good times and go to destinations that were popular, you were having to spend 40 and 50,000 miles. Well, then that kind of undercut all those bonus miles that you were building up. So I jumped, I jumped out of the airline miles years ago because I realized cash was king and I kind of like the cash reward cards better. But let's kind of jump back in with what Consumer Reports says. But you might have a tough time booking the trip you want for 25,000 points. That will usually get you a restricted flight, meaning you're subject to blackout dates and airline-imposed limits on the number of seats allocated to reward use, according to Tim Winship, Tim Winship publisher of FrequentFlyer.com. To get the flight you want for 25,000 points, you might need to book many months in advance, or you'll have to book within two weeks of a flight when airlines might make more seats available for reward, re reward redemptions and undersold flights. You might have to use up to 50,000 points for an unrestricted flight on the exact date you want. See, that's exactly what I, I ran into if you want to go to popular destinations. And of course, you can only fly on that particular airline and its partners. And that's the other thing. is so if you fly with another couple, couple or multiple couples and you're trying to get the best deal possible, sometimes it's not with your, your, your favorite airline. Sometimes it's with a, a competitor 
who's trying to just be very competitive during that for that destination or that that area that you're trying to fly to you're not going to go flying a completely separate airline away from at a different arrival time than the group that you're trying to travel with. So it kind of limited you. You didn't have as much flexibility. So that's one of the reasons I jumped from the, these frequent flyer programs. So with travel cards offered by banks, just remember you can either do it through the airline or you can do it through the banks. And you see that Capital One, you know, Flight One, I think they've got, um, who's got on 30 Rock? Alec Baldwin. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin has these great commercials that are that are about how you can have a, this unrestricted flights. But this is what this is the scoop on a lot of these travel cards that are done through the banks. It says with travel cards offered by banks, the rewards are easier to calculate and use. Typically, 100 miles equals one dollar in rewards. So 30,000 miles will buy you a $300 ticket. Pause. Okay, here's the problem with that. <laughs> this is the, this is why I don't like these rewards cards. You get in a situation. It just said if you spend a hundred dollars or get a hundred points, you get a dollar in rewards. Guess what else does that? All your cash rewards cards typically give it you one percent like cash back. It is. It's one percent cash back. So the thing I would throw out there is, what would you rather have? The right to go on a trip, or would you rather, if you need money, things are a little tight, or you just it's getting around the holidays and you want to go buy gifts for people? Cash is king. So if you're not getting a premium, I'm only willing to do these programs if they're a premium or I'm getting a discount on the products I want to buy that's above and beyond what I could buy with my cash. Well, if they're not going to give you those deals, why not just have cash? So we'll go back and hit play and continue on with reading this. But it says typically 100 miles equals $1 in rewards. So 30,000 miles will buy you a $300 ticket. You book your travel however you like, say through an online ticket broker like kayak or sidestep.com so you don't have to worry about blackout dates or capacity restrictions after you make your reservation you contact the card issuer to redeem your points to to cover the expense there are variations on this formula for example the american express blue sky travel card pays hundred dollars in rewards for every 7500 points earned for an earn rate of one and a quarter points per dollar spent so i guess that's a little better than one percent right, 1.25 but it, but it I still think you can get a reward card that will pay you for your behavior that's better than that. And I'm, believe me, there are some out there. I'll go ahead and kind of let the cat out of the bag and tell you that Bo and I both use a, a reward card that, let's go ahead and tell you, is 2% on every dollar you spend. 2%. So every dollar you spend, doesn't matter if it's on travel, it doesn't matter if it's groceries, it doesn't matter if it's at Walmart, you know, because you always hear that there's restrictions on the big box sellers as well. So... I kind of like that because it's now making it where I don't have to work so hard to go sign up for this great deal or make sure I remember that gas, this is the month to buy gas. This is the month to travel. I hate that type of stuff. So it talks about annual fees for added perks. And I want to, I hate to read this, but I think I really, it's important enough that I need to share it with you. It says a new trend is in rewards cards, reward cards is to offer two versions of the same card. One that carries an annual fee, but earns a higher rate of rewards and a no-fee version that pays a lower rate. Bo, you and I are kind of using this, a bit, this yeah. version right now. The annual fee version generally offers an introductory bonus that the no-fee ones don't. For example, the no-fee Capital One Venture Card pays one quarter percent per dollar spent, while the version that has a $59 annual fee waived for the first year earns two points per dollar spent, and comes with a 10,000-point sign-up bonus. So they're trying to prime the pump, essentially, by giving you back 
enough points to cover a portion of that annual fee. Or or some of the ones with fees, they might offer you like a VIP concierge service at the airport or right. something like that. You know, some some additional bell and whistle. You t- and that, and we'll get into that because that's one of the cards that, uh, that I know I'm using that we talk about that. And we have the debate, is it worth the fee that I'm paying annually? American Express recently introduced a preferred version of its Blue Sky card. It has an annual fee of $75, but each year it pays a $100 airline allowance, which can be used for check baggage fees, in-flight food, drink, and entertainment, and legroom upgrades. The, two, the new card has a sign-up offer of 7,500 points equal to $100 worth of rewards and pays double points for dining, hotels, and car rentals. Airline cards typically charge an annual fee, but some waive it the first year. Um, so, I mean, those are type of things that you, you can think about. I, well, I'll get into it because I'm going to go through the best cards. They actually have a list of the best cards to consider. And I'll tell you the ones that we personally, I was excited to see that the cards that Bo and myself actually use are on this list. And I'll kind of tell you the two different versions we've run into. Um, maximizing your records, it says most cards offer 1% cash back um, or points for standard purchases, which works out to each earned point being worth about a penny. Some cards, such as the Chase Freedom and Discover More cards, pay 5% cash back in rotating seasonal categories, but they require that you opt into the program each quarter. Hello, there's the, there's the letter. I guess, I guess the Consumer Reports had an advance notice that they were <laughs> going to be changing the plan on me. It says, watch out for spending tiers, which can also limit your rewards. The Discover cards, which enticingly pay 5% in those rotating categories, offer only up to 1% in other categories. And the up two is operative. If you spend less than $3,000 a year, you only get 0.25% cash back. And your purchases, and this is big right here, and your purchases at warehouse clubs like Costco and Sam's Club or discount stores like Walmart pay only 0.25% cash back no matter how much you spend. That's big, guys. Because think about as some of these big box places like the the Sam's Club, the Walmarts, the Target Super Centers that offer grocery service too. Now you're not going to get any. You only get a quarter of one percent. Right. That kind of defeats the whole purpose, and and really hurts you on on, on your advantage of using a reward card. It also another section had shrinking rewards for gas. It said really that. The gas credit cards aren't doing what they've done in the past, but it does give one exception. It says one holdout is the PenFed Visa Platinum Cashback Rewards Card offered through the Pentagon Federal Credit Union, which still pays 5% back on an unlimited amount of gas purchases. Membership in PenFed is free for military members and their families. Others can join by making a one-time $20 donation to the Military Families Association, a nonprofit group. Some cards offer seemingly high rewards, but check the fine print. The American Express, and this reminded me of our conversation with uh, earlier in the day right, with, right. With, with someone. It said, the American Express blue cash card pays 5% on gas, but only after you've spent $6,500 $6, on the card in a single year. Until you reach that level of spending, you earn 1% cash back on gas. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose right. to a large degree. Reward cards offered by old companies might be worth having if you always purchase the same brand of gas. For example, the BP Visa card pays 5% cash back on purchases at BP stations, but nothing if you buy gasoline anywhere else. And watch out, the Shell card carries one of the highest interest rates around at 25%. So that's kind of the advice they gave, but here's the list. And let's kind of quickly go through this list 
The first card they have on the best reward cards was the Amazon.com Rewards Visa. And remember, these are in no particular order. These are just alphabetically listed. Yeah, these are alphabetical. So kind of listen to how these things work so you can figure out what works for you. And remember, you can find all this in the June 2011 Money Advisor Consumer Reports. That's a, you know, a publication, a little newsletter that Consumer Reports puts out if you're willing to pay a little bit extra. But it says the, the Amazon.com Rewards Visa is $30 cash back after your first purchase, three points per $1 spent on Amazon, two points per $1 at gas stations, restaurants, drug stores, office supply stores, one point per $1 elsewhere. Points are unlimited and never expire. Once $25 is earned, it can be spent on Amazon. $50 can be converted to cash. So that's not bad. It's not know. bad at all. Yeah. And guys, you'll notice we're not reading the APR, the percentage rates to you, because you should be paying these off every month. If you're using a, a rewards credit card, you need to pay off the full balance every month. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of paying the cash, paying it off every, every month so you don't carry those interest rates. American Express Blue Cash. This is up to, and we mentioned this, this, you pay attention to this part, until $6,500 in annual spending, $1 cash back at supermarkets, drugstores, and gas stations. A half a percent elsewhere. After $6,500 in spending, rewards bump to 5%, and that's that 5% at the supermarkets, supermarkets, drugstores, and gas stations, and one a quarter on everything else. But the problem is you pass up $6,500 times 2%, you can quickly see, you know, that, that you're basically losing out on about $130. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you're walking away from a, a portion of that money. Well, I guess it's less than $130 because you are Cause getting limited. Little, yeah. Um, the next is the American Express Blue Sky Preferred 7,500 points sign up bonus equal to $100 credit on statement, two points per one dollar spent on dining, hotels, car rentals, one point for everywhere else. $100 per year allowance for checked baggage, in-flight meals, drinks, entertainment, Wi-Fi, and legroom upgrades if you want to fly on some on the airlines. It does have a $75 annual fee. It has the, the next one is the American Express Costco True Earnings. This is 3% cash back on gas. 1% after $3,000 is spent. So There's a cap on you there. See, they cap you. That's not good. And dining, 2% on travel, 1% elsewhere. No annual fee with Costco membership. So, you know, after you get a $300 benefit, they're essentially capping you at 1% on anything above and beyond that $300 benefit you get. That, that, that troubles me a little bit because I want you to be able to, you know, what has worked for me in the past, and I hope I don't get myself in trouble, but sharing this because you can see how much you charge, I typically try to make between $800 to $1,200 a year in cashback rewards. I know that sounds insane, but it really is possible if you're taking advantage of the 5%, the 3%, the 2%. If you're making sure you're getting more than a you know 1% on everything, you'd be surprised how much you're getting back on these things. The next was um, the Capital One No Hassle Cash Rewards. It's 2% cash back on gas and groceries at major supermarkets, 1% on everything else. Rewards never expire and can be redeemed at any time. The, the next one is the Capital One Venture. That's probably the, the big, um, what are those guys? Uh, if you The, the Norse guy, the Vikings. Yeah, yeah the Vikings. Uh, I guess that's what the Capital One Venture is. Two miles per $1 spent, 10,000-mile bonus after spending 1000 in the first three months. $59 annual fee waived for the first year. So there is an annual fee on this. No foreign transaction fee. Well, that's kind of nice. Venture One version has no annual fee. No annual fee. 
it, it pays one and a quarter percent one for one dollar spent. So this is exact a good example of a card that if you pay the $59 annual fee, they'll give you a little bit added benefit. You kind of need to do the math and figure out if that works for you. The Chase Freedom, I've already made fun of them. The Chase Freedom is what I currently have, one of the cards I have. It's a $100 cash sign-up bonus. Now, wait a minute. I don't remember seeing that in my letter. When they convert me, they're going to give me $100. <laughs> I didn't see that at all. So that must be for only you new people. It says um, 5% cash back in rotating categories like airfare, gas, groceries, and home improvements, 1% on everything else. Cash back never expires. Okay. Here's the one. This is the drum roll of what Boehm and myself are using. The Fidelity Rewards American Express. Two points for every $1 spent. So that's 2% on everything. Points can be redeemed for merchandise or converted to cash and deposit it into a linked brokerage account. You know what I like the best about that? You hear how simple that was? All the other ones were like, spend X and you get X miles and X months, and you, if you do this much, and then it's capped this much. The Fidelity card's not like that. It's just 2% straight up every time you swipe the card. Yeah. Now, I do want to give you one disclaimer, because last time I talked about the Fidelity card, I got some people in trouble. And I want to make sure I put this disclaimer. If, you ha if you're having trouble, if, you, if you've lost your job, your credit's struggling a little bit, and you hear about this great card through Fidelity that's going to pay you 2%, when you go apply for, your, you know, for, for a new credit card, if they see that your credit score has changed significantly, if they, you know, because a lot of these credit card companies are all run by the same companies. Like this Fidelity card is run by FA, FIA Card Services. That actually is the card service for a lot of other credit cards. Bank of America. Yeah. They, so the problem is if your, if your credit score has gone down significantly, that can be a triggering event that actually they, that will impact your other credit cards. They might use that as an excuse to raise your APR rate or to do away with certain benefits. And I know that sounds completely insane, but I had several Money Guy listeners write me and say, Brian, I love the advice you give, but I totally got put in a bad situation because I applied for that Fidelity card, and they were the same underwriters that use another do one, another one of my credit card companies. And when I applied, because I pulled on my credit score, because they saw my credit had changed, they totally changed the rules of, of the way we were working. So be very careful. I would encourage you, if you're going to do this gamemanship with your getting new credit cards and things, make sure you have very good, solid credit. There's no shakiness to, or, or changes in your lifestyle that it's, it's going to cause problems because you don't want to draw attention to yourself if you are in one of those struggle situations. The next credit card is the PinFed Premium Travel Rewards Amex. It's 20,000-point sign-up offer. Um, it has five points per $1 spent on airfare, three points per $1 on dining and hotels for one year, one point for everything else, no foreign transaction fee, good balance transfer offer, $50 annual fee waived for the first year. So that's a, a, that Pentagon Federal Credit Union again. They seem like they have good programs. My head just, I found myself kind of zoning out as I was reading that. There was a lot of different yeah. rules going yeah, on. And so I imagine you guys are kind of feeling the same way. I kind of, simple sometimes really is better. And the last one is the one we'd already mentioned, the PenFed Visa Platinum Cashback Rewards. It's 5% cashback on gas, 2% at supermarkets, 1% elsewhere, and that's a good balance transfer offer. So they must have low rates. Looking at the APRs, they have very good competitive. So that PenFed, you know, Credit Union seems to offer the Pentagon Credit Union seems to offer a lot of good deals. But so if you're interested in that, remember you can either be a military member or you can make a twenty dollar donation and gain access to that card. 
But I hope this was helpful. I mean, I know that this can, you know, talking about a credit card, some, some people don't like it. My, my Dave Ramsey listeners like, oh, no, you got to avoid all debt at all costs. You know, that's fine if that's the way you do it. Some people use it as a game. You know, if you can get some rewards back, it's not a bad game to play if you, as long as you're diligent and very responsible with paying everything off on a monthly basis. You know, don't, don't get trapped in those APRs and the, and the monthly fees on the finance charges. But um, the, the big thing is, is that pay attention. Make sure you're maximizing what's going on. Another double whammy I want to tell you that I think is a great way to really run it on the system is if you can have one of these reward cards, but then you're also, whenever you do shop online, take advantage of the online shopping services out there. You know, I used to brag about Bing.com that had the great cash back. That's kind of gone the way of, you know, it's gone as extinct. It's gone the way of the dinosaurs. What I use now whenever I do any online shopping, since I do have small children, I use the YouPromise plan. I go on YouPromise. I go through their website. And whenever I'm shopping online, a lot of websites have 4%. Sometimes they have 10%. Do you know how incredible it is when you go buy something? Like they had Walmart on the 10% platform a, a few weeks back. Can you imagine you go on walmart.com through the YouPromise website. You have to use their gateway into the Walmart. Get 10% on your cash back plus, you know, on your, on your purchase that goes towards college. And then you're getting 2% back on your Fidelity Rewards card. You just got 12% off your purchase. It's a pretty big deal. Plus the great deals you were already getting you know, from, you know, shopping at a big place like Walmart. And don't forget, you know, a lot of this credit card stuff didn't even talk about. We've we've told you and shared with you the research we've done internally. The Target 5% card, you know, it's a store credit card essentially, is incredible that they give you 5% on everything. Think about that. If you go through you promise where you're getting the 1% to 2% back at Target, then you use your, your Target red card, you're getting another 5% off, you're getting 7% off your purchase if you think about it in those terms. So there's incredible opportunities out there to really maximize and stretch every dollar you spend. And one other thing I like about the YouPromise website, if you sign up for it, is that they have coupon codes. You know, I've found that the, the YouPromise website is just as effective at getting me coupon codes as the Retail Me Not and some of the other, you know, websites I've used in the past, Deal Catcher and so forth, to go find, you know, those coupon codes they input in. YouPromise has been very effective. It also have a dining program that you can get usually between four to eight percent back at local restaurants. You know, it makes me smile a little bit when I go to this local Japanese steakhouse that we enjoy eating at as a family because it entertains the kids, and I get eight percent back everything I spend. So you know, you spend fifty bucks there, that's okay because you know I'm going to get four ba- four bucks that's going to go to my daughter's college education. Pretty incredible thing, you know, things that are going on out there. You just have to make sure stretch your money more than what the average person is doing. And I think you'll be very happy at the end of the day because you have financial independence, plus you've got extra money for college, and you feel like you're, you're kind of beating the system. At least I feel that way anyway. Bo, anything else before we close this thing out? I, I was just going to say, guys, thank you so much for all the Facebook love out there. Um, you know, Our goal with this Facebook page is to kind of be able to touch base with you guys more than once every two weeks. So what we do is if we come across a good deal good article, have something interesting to say. We try to put it out there. Put a picture of uh, Brian Preston from kindergarten last week. So if you haven't checked that out, be sure to go look and see what uh, baby Brian looked like. Yeah, by um, the way, if you want to know how humble my beginnings were, there's a good <laughs> there's a good lead into it. You'll see that I rolled right out of bed, went straight to school. 
you know, at the family front, they weren't really pushing me to comb the hair a lot, you know, and, and wear the nicest of clothes. You'll see that very quickly in the picture. So go check out the page, like us, and when you like us, what that does is every time we put out a new link, every time we put a new, a new article, it will uh, flash through to your page and kind of keep you updated. And then also, we'd like to use that, you, you know, the reason that this show topic came up is because Brian's credit card changed. You, what's going on in your lives? Tell us what's going on in your lives that you'd like to hear us talk about or some show topics because we love to kind of, we do this for you guys, so we want to kind of gear the show um, to what you want to hear. Perfect. I think it's a great way to close it out. Go check us out, money-guy.com. You can write the show, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at money-guy.com. We'll talk to you in about two weeks, but we really appreciate you guys tuning in, and um, it's been fun. Thanks so much. The Money Guy podcast is hosted by Brian Preston. And Brian Preston is a partner with Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management. Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Money Guy podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. <laughs>